السلام علیکم ایوری ون ویلکم ٹو جرنی آف مسلم آئی ہوپ یو آر ڈوئنگ ویل سو الحمد للہ ٹوڈے وتھ اس وی ہیو آر سیکنڈ گیسٹ اسپیکر سسٹر سعدہ عبد الرحمٰن آئی فاؤنڈ ہر تھرو انسٹاگرام تھرو ہر ریلس اینڈ اینڈ اٹ واز ریئلی انٹرسٹنگ ٹو سی ہر کانٹینٹ I was really amazed by the content she has. It was really interesting. So I invited her on my podcast. So today we'll be talking to sister and ask about her routine and how does she manage it. Hope you all benefit from it. Assalamu alaikum sister. Wa alaikum assalam. Jazakallah khair for joining the podcast. I'm really, really happy to have you here. I want to say I'm honored to be here, to be honest. Thank you, sister. Sister, can we start with your introduction? You know, when people tell you to introduce yourself, I don't usually know how to introduce myself on that perspective, but I'm going to say like things that I find it easy to say or what I can introduce myself as. So my name is Saada and I'm 20 years old. I started my like self development journey becoming a kind of better version of who I am when I finished high school that was when I was 17 so I was like I wasn't really okay with where I was so I was like okay I need to kind of change my mindset and like my habits so I started studying like who I was my awareness and the habit that I want to implement in my life and to become kind of a better version of who I was. So at that time I started waking up early, doing the things uh, I kind of promote on my social media. So uh, was that, was this something that happened and then you decided or it was just like a normal journey? Or did you, did something happen that you decided to like, start this routine you know at that time I kind of realized when I finished high school like I was like when I used to be in high school I used to not fit in in some places so I would like some some of my friends I would kind of think about or question myself like why am I even here why am I doing with my life this question used to be in my mind And then after I finished school, I started going to uni and then started getting a job. When I did that, then I was like, okay, I need to kind of build habits to improve myself, to become the person I want to be. Yeah. So at present, are you studying or are you working? I do a part job. Okay. So uh, was it your home? Was it the environment of your home that inspired you to start this routine? or it is different from what everyone does like is it something you have inherited from someone or it is just what you yourself have started doing it was something that i started doing because as i said like i was think i was quite asking myself questions about why am i here and then i see other people that kind of surround me and i was like okay i don't want to be like them when i grow up or after five years i want i don't want to be like them so that kind of shifted my mindset to like okay i need to start doing better or like build habit were you inspired by someone 
or it's just you started for yourself i don't think i was inspired by anyone but when i finished high school before before like i was in high school yeah so my sister uh, my sister was like two years above me she was in college at that time so she told me about motivation and stuff and that's how i kind of learned from becoming a better version of myself i started listening to that and then i thought about okay that i could change myself if i don't like something about myself i could shift it and change it to become to being the person i wanted to be so i think that might be inspire that may inspire me but i don't know if i don't think mm. anyone inspired me and at that time there's no one that wake up at this time and then do a job and then work not work but um go to uni because it was really hell of a work when i started i used to go to work then uni then i used to do like some self-study yeah starting since your childhood how has your journey towards islam been like if we ask how was sada before like four years what were her thoughts what was her background about islam i'm from a somali household so you were taught like the foundation of islam in an early age i was like i was taught the quran when i was a kid so I finished the Quran at that time. Before I think, uh, yeah, high school, I finished the Quran. But that doesn't mean I'm like half of it. I forgot chapters. And I used to like go to like a madrasa where like you study the fiqh, the um, Islamic book. I would say like um, at that time I was doing what other, what my parents were telling me to, telling me to do. Like if I had to go to a Quran class, I was just going. I didn't know like, I didn't know why I was going. Because I was like, okay, because mom said, you have to go. And I don't want to piss her off. I want to go. Were your parents so, strict? No. The choice is yours, but they would kind of talk you, talk you out of it if you have even like an idea of not following certain rules. Still, like, you have the choice to do something or not. Okay. So how has the connection with Allah been? So when we are a child, obviously we don't know. We are just doing it for sake of doing it. But how has your relationship with Allah changed since then? What do you feel now? I'm going to give the question a thought. It's an interesting question. I kind of feel like I'm very more connected to my younger self than I am now. Because... Now I am choosing like to strive to become a better Muslim because I want to. It's like before it was okay. I will pray because my mom told me to do so. I would do some like some other stuff or read Quran because my mom told me to. But now it's like I am choosing to do all of the things because I want to understand the religion more. I want to get closer to Allah because at the end, what I want is going to Jannah because that destiny is what I want. So I have seen your reels, mashallah, they are beautiful. Is it that you are able to follow every single day? Like your 3.30 a.m. routine? Mm -hmm. Is it possible? Like, are you doing it every day or how is it? Or you plan a few days a week when you are off from the work? How do you manage it? 
this is how it usually go. At the start, it was really hard to like be very consistent with the routine, but now I just it's just got easier. Sometimes um, I would wake up at three, but I wouldn't be as productive, which means I would do something like very usual, easy, or like I would journal, I'll just read for an hour when I wake up. But usually what I do is I consistently wake up at three. Sometimes it gets really hard when it comes to like days that I'm fasting, I'm very sleepy, so what I do is I just sleep a bit more early and like after right after Isha ends I sleep. Right sleep at the air. It was because um at the time I started this waking up early it was because I was like okay if I'm going to work at seven I need to have like study time and if it's if it's maybe like self-education time or I want to pray and I want to work out because I can't wake up at three or two so I was like maybe if I wake up at 3.30, I can finish all the tasks before I go to work. I usually have the uni after noon. So I was like, if I do all of this, I'm already doing great. So I think that was the reason why I wake up at 3.30. So I'm, if I wake up at 3, it's going to be like a bit extreme for me since I sleep at 7 or 8 was the reason to get more things done before I go to work. What change do you feel now if you wake up at 3.30 compared to waking up at 6 a.m. for Fajr? What is the difference you feel in your day? A very huge change. I will, I will say I will go crazy because honestly waking up at 6, like it means like I haven't done anything at all and I have to, I have to go to work and I have to do this and this and this. Obviously, you must have other people at home who must be still staying up late at night and doing their stuff. What motivates you to go back to sleep early? Because that is the first step of your routine. If you don't sleep early, there's no chance you'll wake up early. And even if you wake up early without sleeping properly, there's nothing much you can do all day. Many of the Instagram friends have asked this question. What keeps you motivated to get up? What is that one thing that is pushing you? I think it's like when I see other people, other people's life, other people's habit, it gives me a bit of like, oh, okay, I don't want to be like them. So I am no longer like, for example, I'm no longer going to ask or if they tell me to not to do, but if they say like why are you waking up early I'm not triggered in any way I think yeah I want to be different I want to be like like when I see other people I just don't want to for example I have goals yeah and then when I see another person I would say oh does they align like my goals are they the person I want to be so if it's not I'm not triggered by what they do so I, I don't follow other people when I so I have to sleep so it was easy for me and I less mm-hmm. hang out with people that put me down so what do you do if it's your family me, member? Like, to me personally, it is easier for me because I have learned how to say no and boundaries through the years I was building the routine. So there was time that, like, I had to do something or I had to go to a wedding so I couldn't say no. And I had to be miserable because the wedding was up to 1 a.m. 
and I felt really bad. Things like gradually improving to say no and then trying to work toward that thing that you want because from the years I learned how to say no to the people and how to set boundaries if they're negative I know how to like set a boundary so that they don't really cross that you are praying uh, when you wake up early what does it do to you I feel closer to Allah and relieved like I'm in peace. What I do is like as soon as I wake up I pray tajid and like like you know when I wake up I'm not like so excited. Sometimes because I didn't get enough sleep and I have to wake up, I'm like oh like oh I don't feel really like motivated. But when I pray salah tajid, I'm like oh my god, I feel pumped to start the day. So it helped me actually give me that morning energy um what are the qualities you look for your friends i've never spoken about this but i do not have any close friends the reason the reason is because like i am i do work when i'm at work what i do is i don't want anyone to influence me somehow and when i look at people like people are amazing sometimes but somehow they don't want for you to win so i haven't yet found like the good friends that have good qualities that i want them to have but like so what would be top three things you would want your friend to have um ambitious which means mm-hmm. they're very ambitious they want to change their life they're not setting up for less or they if they could actually wake up early they would or that's the ambition I'm talking about, and discipline. Mm-hmm. Doing the things that even if it's hard for them to do, that shows that, oh, they're really working hard and it doesn't matter if they don't feel like it or not. And the mm-hmm. other thing is just being honest. Uh, so when someone hears, for example, someone hears me trying to do all this thing, getting up early, being just stick sticking to my routine and all many of them tell me why are you being so hard on yourself just take it easy don't be hard on yourself if you don't if you're not hard on yourself right now like you're gonna set up for a hard life afterwards True. if you don't like work on your discipline and like what you want now or you try to get as much as like because right now i'm saying so like right now you have time energy health who knows the next day you might not have all of those boxes ticks for you so it's better for you to work harder so uh in a week or in a month how much are you able to stick to your routine to my morning routine i would say i will i will fall for in a month maybe three times or four times especially on the weekend so uh, what is the most important thing for your routine to be in its place? What is the one thing that is most important? I think it would be three things. If I wake up early, I'm winning. And then the next thing, if I pray, as soon as I wake up, I win. And the other thing is, if I plan the nights before, what am I, go- what am I going to do the next day? Do you like plan your week, month, or day? I usually plan daily. 
how I plan is like I write down the time, like when I wake up till like the end of the day, and then I just jot down into three parts, like when I'm sleeping, and then morning, like three to twelve, and then one、mm-hmm. p.m. to eight, and then I write down all the things I'm going to do every minute or like every hour. Okay. Those days where you are not able to follow this, sometimes you miss, like you told, weekends. Are you hard on yourself those days, or you just take it light and let it go? I'm not that hard. I would do like if I fall, or if I don't wake up a day. I would say it's okay because it's just one day. I'm not gonna be that. Every single day, at the start, I used to beat myself up, or like I would say, "Oh, why did I not do that?" But then I was like, "Okay, it's a journey," and then we would be frozen up, would somehow be granted to be there. So if it's a it's a bad day and then you didn't wake up, or a bad moment and you didn't wake up, it's okay. We can still win. We can still do some work. The way I feel is like, for example, if I day I wake up at five, I'm like, ah,、oh, like I didn't do this. But then,、mm-hmm. if it's a weekend, usually if it's a weekend, I'm like kind of less chilled. Weekend, I have all the freedom of time and I can structure something. But then, when it's a day that I have to go to uni and do all of this stuff, I'm like, the one thing what I liked is you telling that it's a journey. Right, everything cannot happen just in one day. Like you'll have to take that journey slowly. So, among the routine, what you do? What is the best part of your day? Like, what do you enjoy doing? I think as soon as I finish,、um, I do Quran translation, which is something that I picked like few months ago. So I I was taught the Quran, and at that time, it's like I memorized Surah Al-Baqarah and Quran. Nisa, I don't know the meaning of the、um, chapters. I'm、yeah. doing all that with my teacher and my sister, and I don't even know what it means. I was like, the only page I knew was one page that my Saudi teacher taught me when she used to teach us the、um, the ahkam tajweed and how to probably read the Quran. And I was like, like, like I'm reading the Quran. I don't know what it means. And then at that time, I think I was watching a video on someone a revert, and they were learning the Quran, the translation. I was like, "What is? Why am I different?" I even have the privilege of knowing, like, how to read. So what I'm missing is like what how, what it means the verses. I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna start doing that, or I'm gonna start reading, reciting the translation." Which helped me a lot because now I'm a visual person, so I can really retain what I read. So when、mm-hmm. I'm reading the page, I'm memorizing a day. I'm like, I know what it means, and I can connect it more with the verse and and learn something from it. Because there's one time I was reading, yeah, I usually read Surah Al-Kahf every Friday, and、mm-hmm. then I was like, one day I wanted. To read the translation of the surah and the lessons, and I was like, after that day, yeah, it was from that day 
whenever I read or listen to a verse in Surah Al-Kahf, I understand the meaning quickly because I didn't even redo it. There's only one time that I did the, I read the translation. And that, because of that one time that I read the translation, it impacted the whole thing, which is whenever someone recites the surah or whenever I, I listen to it, I could understand the meaning of it. Do you have a goal to buy hard the Quran in future? Actually, no. Mm-hmm. I want to understand and implement what's in the Quran. Because I have seen a lot of people that memorize the Quran. Mm-hmm. And like, and I haven't seen them really implement. And even, know, I just want to know the, under- the science behind the Quran. And like, how would these scholars go deeper in the Quran, not just the translation. Yeah, understanding Proper. more depth. Yeah, mm-hmm. in a depth. Okay. And implementing. Uh, so how would you track your implementation of Quran? Because there are things sometimes we read, we know, but still we like we are not able to implement, right? We are aware of it and we are like we will do it, but still we can't start practicing it sometimes. That's true because um, Surah Al-Nisa, I was doing the translation and there's inheritance and I didn't know how to implement that unless mm-hmm. like because I was asking this my teacher and she was like the only people that do the inheritance and stuff are the judge, the Islamic judge or Islamic Sharia. So you can't implement that. But when it comes to Surah Al-Kahf, I think you can implement the lessons, that okay. the patience and the knowledge. But yeah. In your routine, is there still anything you are struggling with? You want to achieve that thing? Is there anything? This is not actually my routine, but this is um, more like, how could I create system in my routine that would help me get the things more the things I want to do, like, get it done. Because mm-hmm. sometimes in my routine, some things might, might take my energy and focus that are very small, that could waste my time, and mm-hmm. I could do something. At that time, I'm, like, thinking about that or deciding on that thing. I could do something else that's more useful, can actually push me to my other goals that I want to achieve so Mm -hmm. I think creating systems that are effective at present what is that you are struggling with like the other day you had put the cold shower thing that you are trying so is there anything you're trying to include in your routine and you're like still not adjusting to it oh actually it's a cold shower (laughs) Yeah. Because, I don't know, whenever I, like, have a cold shower, I catch cold. I don't know. Okay. So, the thing is, um, that is also, like you told, is a journey. So, even I take cold showers. I have been taking it since three years now. So, uh, sometimes, if it's too cold, you can just shift to a warmer side. So, what you do is just try to uh, keep shifting one level cold gradually. Suddenly, you can't 
shift right like you told you are getting cold so but you do not you do not leave it you always try to shifting to one face colder than what you used to take and that will help you to help your body to adjust slowly but do not leave it just try it will happen yeah i will try doing that yeah why do is like i turned the um the tap to cold shower and then i stay there for like as much as i can but because of my thought i'm thinking i'm so panicking <laughs> i'm gonna i don't know I'm, you're not gonna die but i'm thinking oh my god it is a journey it will happen but inshallah few minutes is a journey is interesting because yeah. when it's a journey it doesn't matter like the fails you're going to do it's daily. the effort we put right so about your mental health many people have asked do you go through any phases of anxiety if yes how do you maintain it how do you manage it so what do you think is your emotional weakness i think i have a very strong emotional awareness mm-hmm. i could articulate my emotion on paper so really what helps me out is journaling writing everything down and seeing the bigger picture for example if you're like if you're anxious if you're panicking if you're sad remove that from your like remove that from your it's like one part of your body is sad not just the whole body and then you can break down what happened get a solution or create a solution for that problem that sadness but sometimes like relaxing and like if it's social media or having a solo time really helps making dua helps as well crying to allah while yeah. in sujood um so now that you are on instagram so many people follow you mashallah what do you feel is best part and worst part of instagram the best part is like helping someone someone out that could be possibly in a position where my younger self was so mm-hmm. someone that is wanted to be inspired or they want someone to look up to or they are they don't know what to do or they don't they're not motivated yeah i love when i help those people but then the other side of instagram is that comparison where like sometimes i compare myself with other creators and it just about the numbers Mm. I just thought I wasn't I wasn't caring about the numbers because I was thinking about my aim was to help as much people as I can or motivate them especially women as mm. because I don't want them to settle for less or they think oh they can be just okay or they don't have to hustle and grind Firstly I didn't feel anything because I wasn't checking the numbers and then i was just being okay i didn't even care about be followers or views and i never checked that and then it was another video and the second one the third one the fourth one and then i think i realized all of that when i reached 100k and then i started panicking i never thought i i was in 100k i was like wow yeah Oh, because I didn't really focus on the numbers at the start. I was like, I just want to help someone out there, and then, yeah, it did change me a little bit. Mm-hmm. It made me be very aware of what I post, because I don't want to mislead someone. 
Right. Before it was like I want to post whatever I want, but now when you have a very, a very big audience, you're like, you don't want to mislead anyone else. Um, so one of the question was, how do you create such quality reels? I use my iPhone 12 Pro, and the camera. What I do is I lower the exposure so that it's a, it's a bit dark, and I think that the camera of iPhones are good. And when you're posting, there's a quality video posted on Instagram, like a switch that you have to turn. Your exercise, do you have a trainer? Or do you manage it or make a routine for yourself? I started training two years ago. The first year I was doing bodyweight training. So I was learning how to, how to like do a squat, a lunge, all of the bodyweight training which somehow helped me the next year because the next year I got dumbbells so but then the thing that really helped me was I was studying fitness I really love fitness and I really love movement so I studied as a self-education I studied fitness how the body works how you do um, this kind of workouts and the hypertrophy training like different workouts and athletes I started that a little bit and then nutrition, what you need to have a balanced diet and a bit of that. I think that helped me. And then somehow YouTube can help you as well, where you look at people that give science-based um, fitness tips or nutritional. Because most people give talk about their own opinion. When someone's given an opinion, it might work for 1% of their audience or 2%. But when right. they're talking about science-based stuff, it might work for everyone. So I think is if you do not have a dietitian or a coach, you can read science-based fitness or kinesiology or a bit about, about the body so that you know how it works and what, what exercise you have to do to perform better in the gym or better overall or have a better physical health. You're diet your fitness and your routine how does it shift in ramadan what all changes honestly i struggle with ramadan because the food time is very close to each other yeah like when i like the um the fasting opens at six something and then six in one hour and a half, I have to eat something and sleep. I think it change, It doesn't change that much. Mm-hmm. But it does really change. And I struggle with the time and sleep and even food. That's the three things I struggle with. Your workout, do you continue in Ramadan or you like take a break from workout? This is what I do. I wake up at the same time at 3.30. As soon as I wake up, I take three workouts. Then I work out for an hour and then I eat my oatmeal, protein oatmeal. Then that's when I start fasting. Okay. Yeah, but then I change things up. But then I still like have it hard because I'm, I'm, I'm a bit more tired in Ramadan because I'm not eating anything. Because the other days, if I'm tired, I will get into shower or I would do some stretches I will do some activity or drink water. But in Ramadan, I can't do all of that. So I struggle with, do I take a nap? If I take a nap, I might not go to bed at 7. 
right away or I'm not going to fall asleep. So that's what I'm struggle in Ramadan. But I usually follow the same routine. I change some things up. Okay. So what is your key to stay motivated? How do you discipline yourself? I think you don't need to be motivated. What you need is habits. You have to stack some habits and you have to be consistent with. Because consistency consistency kind of build discipline right so if you aim for consistency every single time even if even if you don't feel like it you will build the discipline what did you suggest for a 16 year old who is like struggling to discipline herself where to start i think we say start from the bottom don't follow what other people are saying because maybe because that would be based on an opinion and it's gonna it's not gonna help you out but i would say do something try as much as like if you want to start fitness start even waking up early um do read books do mm-hmm. as much as stuff that you can do because what happened is if you do something for years you're going to be good at it Right. So the people on the internet or all of these people are doing great in life is because they have started this habit they were doing for years. So if she of the past if this person 60 year old starts this habit at that time when they are 20 years old they are achieving much right. in life. Mm. Right. The next question is how do you manage your screen time? I use the block time where like I usually what I do is I would write down every night exactly what I'm going to do throughout the day. So I'm going to give 30 minute editing for TikTok and 20 minutes for checking anything. So every day might be 50 minute or I'm not planning to post anything. I'm not going to be on Instagram. But usually if I'm posting something or if I'm answering DMs or comments, I would be on Instagram 50 minutes a day. But if I'm, my schedule is a bit hectic and I can't bother to be like doing anything on Instagram or posting anything, I would not do that because it would stress me out. My priority is more like I want to do something that would push me to my goals, which is uni and work. So okay. another thing you could do is in your to-do list when you're planning the day, you can plan the day around the prayers. For example, if you wake up at Fajr, the first thing you're going to do is you're going to pray Fajr. And then it's going to be like a relaxation or a rest time for you when you use that, like the prayer as a rest or relaxation. Any three books you would suggest to our readers who would like want to begin reading? Before I say the books, I want to give a disclaimer that if you read like a hundred like a hundred books or you read like every month two books, it doesn't mean you are using what is because there's two things. Some people read the book, some people take the action in the book. So instead of like because uh, because in my journey a long time ago I used to think about okay, what is the best book on mindset? What is the best book on fitness or what is the best book on like entrepreneurship and all of that? But then the thing is, you can read every book. 
on like all the topics but the thing is you have to take actions or implement just reading the book it's easier to read anyone can read the book but implementing is a bit hard and that's why it's very important my three books okay you know on mindset mm-hmm. i would say the book on mindset that book is going to teach you about growth mindset and fixed mindset how how fixed mindset they they are kind of close and they think that talent now i don't want to explain it more just read mindset yeah i'm gonna kind of spoil it mindset that book is called mindset i don't know the author and if you want motivation to be like very disciplined to have a very strong mind i would say david gorgon's books never finished and can't hurt me if you want to understand how money works no rich dad poor dad and islamic book to become a better muslima read um the idol muslim or if you're a boy idol muslim that book is just amazing i don't know why but yeah uh i wanted to talk about your ebook mm-hmm. so can you just give a brief what is it about oh so my intention was actually every year i used to write down goals not just goals i, I used to write down a paper i remember 2020 i wrote down long like a list of goals that i wanted to achieve mm-hmm. and then when that year finished i barely achieved anything and i was like why what's wrong and then i thought about it was the the thing that was the issue was how i set up the goal and it was really unrealistic i didn't even keep up with the goal i didn't even kind of check even the goal setting how what i wanted to achieve even the habit so i was just setting bunch of goals with yeah i did have the intention but the reason why i was setting the goals is because we have this movement in the new year resolution that people say oh you want to become the best version of yourself or like the new year new me change yourself to this person or become that girl so you have to come up with goals you have to come up with habit that you want to work on so i was like it's not about the goals that you set it's how you set the goals yes it does it has a part of like you need to know the goal you're setting but if you don't know how to set the goals the action to take and how to execute the action that's more important than just like your work that was i wanted to give people more explanation of how goal setting is and how to build habits and how to build system and sometimes you like i was a person that used to fear success or achieving things so visualization helped me with that so i talk about yeah. a bit of this visualization too so the coaching is about like people that want to become a better version of themselves mm-hmm. so if you do not know anyone that could sometimes some people have goals but they don't have a mentor or someone that pushes them to achieve the goal mm-hmm. so it's even the surrounding they are in and the environment they are in cannot help them out because me i was just i didn't care about what other people do but the client that i have worked with it was hard for them because the if there's a change in the surrounding they really change 
So I'm helping people that are trying to become a better version of themselves or to, to work on their dreams and build better habits. Yeah. Okay. And these were a few questions from Instagram. I have almost covered everything. And would you like to tell any specific thing to the listeners? Give me a minute. I'm going to think about it. Yeah, I want to say that it's your journey and it's you versus you. You're not competing or you're not in a race with another person. So it doesn't matter what someone on the internet does. Most of the most of the comments I get are like motivating, they're kind of motivated. But some are like, this is too much. So to those people and to those people that are kind of feel motivated, I would say that it doesn't matter about what someone on the internet is doing. The journey is about you. You have to create habits, a life that you are going to be proud of, even a, a life that would take you to the path you want to be. So it doesn't matter if someone is really working their ass off on the internet because that's not you. The only person you need to work on is you. So work on yourself. That's beautiful, sister. I wish you all the best. May you achieve all your dreams. May you may Allah make you successful in dunya and akhira both. And uh, may He make this journey easy for you. May He remove all the obstacles that you're going through. And inshallah, inshallah. I hope to see you shining through in coming days. All the best, sister. Thank you so much for giving your time and talking to us. Thank you so much for having me as your guest yeah yeah it is actually a good experience and I yeah. all I want is anyone that it was in my younger self in that position where where I was in when I was 17 I didn't have anyone to tell me this is mm. the right path or this is what you do so I want young people out there that you're doing great just keep on doing what you're doing criticize you anyway so yeah go ahead just like now okay sister yeah. you too so that's sister sada abdurrahman everyone alhamdulillah it was great talking to her it was really motivating uplifting i hope you all also enjoyed listening to her as well just like everyone